Welcome to the Minds is Our Podcast. We take a few minutes to go MIA from all the mindlessness that is IG, the tickety talk. You know all that fast food for the brain. We just spend a little bit of time. Create your own sense of inspiration, clarity, momentum, whatever you like. You paint the mental picture that you want to have. I'm your mindset coach, CJ Leedy, and it's time to go MIA because Minds is Art starts now. Are your talents and overall intelligence static? Are they still, are they stuck in space? Do they stay the same throughout your entire life? Or do you believe that your intelligence, your talents, your abilities, that they can change and that they can be developed over time? Are they modifiable? Can you double down, double up, and develop upon these bad boys? You may think, well, it's obvious. Things change over time. But does your subconscious mind really believe that that's true? Is that what your actions have been showing? Here's the question that often gets to the root of this. When is the last time you tried something new? Started the business you've always wanted to create or pick up the guitar you've always wanted to learn or a new hobby that's interested you? When is the last time you started something new that was a sizable feat with belief and confidence that you could pull it off? Ultimately, that comes back to what is your confidence level that you can dive in on something new that you've always wanted to do and find success in it. All right, so enough with all the damn questions. What do the answers mean? Well, it's time for the doctor's diagnosis. According to Dr. Carol Dweck, it's not always the people who start out the smartest who end up the smartest. Carol Dweck is a Stanford University psychologist who published a book called Mindset back in 2016. In that book, Carol Dweck and her team studied success and failure as it relates to school, work, sports, the arts, and it really showed that almost every area of human life is dramatically influenced by how we think about our talents and our abilities. And she defined this as a growth mindset or the counter is a fixed mindset. So if you have a growth mindset, it means that you believe that with effort, perseverance, drive, you can develop your natural qualities. You can improve, that you can excel at the things that you try. A growth mindset also means that you thrive on challenge and potential to learn and to overcome. So by believing that intelligence and talents are all susceptible to growth, you're much more likely to encourage new challenge in your life versus a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is the belief that your intelligence, your talents, your abilities are set in stone. You believe that you're born with a particular set of skills based on your nature and that you cannot change them. If you have a fixed mindset, you're likely fear that maybe you're not smart enough or talented enough to go after some of the things that you envy in others, to chase down big goals that you'd love to achieve but just don't quite think that you meet the skill level to reach. Ultimately, this leads to holding yourself back by really only engaging in activities that you know you can do well. Ultimately, what Carol Dweck and her team found is that mindset, the way that people think about what they can do, has a stronger correlation with success than just sheer intelligence or raw talent. Ultimately, the greatest parents in the world, the greatest teachers, managers, athletes, business professionals, were not necessarily born with these skills and abilities. They are things that they fostered through repetition and practice. And ultimately, a genuine belief and a mindset that they could accomplish whatever they set out to do. So what is really going on in the brain? And how do we develop a growth mindset? Or how do we enhance a growth mindset if we already have one? Well, your mind's ability to learn and to improve 
is based on the formation of new connections. And this is called your neuroplasticity, also known as brain plasticity. It's really the ability of your neural networks in the brain to change through growth and reorganization. It's when your brain is rewired to function in some way that differs from how it previously functioned. It learns new directions, new pathways. It forms new connections that weren't there in the past. Also referred to as cortical remapping. It's really the change that occurs from learning a new ability, experiencing new environmental changes, practice, or even psychological stress causes this. So when we're very young, our neuroplasticity is really at its highest. That's when it's easiest to learn something new, like a new language. Children pick them up much more quickly than adults. But science has shown that neuroplasticity never goes away, and it can be enhanced with the proper activities well into old age. So how do we build and enhance our growth mindset and our neuroplasticity? Well, one of the best ways and one of the most fun ways is through learning new hobbies. Personally, I just love learning random little new skills. So like spinning fire poi, I got my pilot's license. I learned how to play guitar, piano. Same kind of deal happened in lacrosse. And now I'm trying to learn how to surf. Pretty terrible at it right now, but it's still fun. And my newest hobby that I've picked up is boxing. I bought some cheap MMA gloves and I go in there and I hit the heavy bag and work on my form. Still pretty bad. I'd probably get my ass knocked out, but it's fun. I like to learn new things. So what is something that you've wanted to do? What is something that you've learned recently or what's something new that you would like to learn soon? Quite honestly, I've spent a lot of time thinking about it and I see myself, if you thought about it like a linear graph, I'm more like a hockey stick. I'm really bad for a really long time and then when it starts to click, I get better really quickly. Whereas I think more people get better more quickly and then taper off. And I really think that that comes back to my consistency. I stick with things for a really long time. And even when I'm not seeing results, I don't mind sticking with it. Because I know that when it hits, it hits. It's kind of like when I was learning to fly a plane. My flight instructor, this super goofy, I absolutely love the guy. But the goofiest Peruvian, just absolute jokester, the most inappropriate jokes all the time, messing with you nonstop. He was kind of getting on my case because he's like, dude, you, most people know how to land by now. You know, it's taking me a long time to nail my landings. And I was like, Nassim, listen, I got the hockey stick deal going on. I'm going to be terrible for a long time, probably longer than most people. But once I get it, it's going to be butter every time since. I guarantee it. And sure enough, I bounce down the runway every once in a while, I'll admit it. But I think I'm great at landings. I'm really freaking good. I can feel it, and I don't have to even think about it at this point. It's just, boom, I know exactly what to do. I can feel it. And quite honestly, I think that I have better feel for it than your average pilot. Now, that probably comes back to the same idea of, I forget the statistic, but I heard that 75% of drivers think that they're better than average, which is just kind of funny. So maybe it's a little bit of that going on. Obviously, the math doesn't add up there. So our challenge of the day, if you'd like to do it, is to choose a new skill or hobby that you've never tried before, that you've been meaning to learn, and just commit five minutes a day, maybe five days a week, five minutes a day, something simple like that, but commit to it and promise yourself that you're going to do it until you get good at it. This is the important part. You have to follow through. If you are to build a growth mindset, think about this. If you pick something up, and you try it for a month or two months, and you decide that you still suck at it, and that you're going to quit, what is that teaching yourself? That's a fixed mindset. It's telling yourself that you cannot do what it takes to become successful at something new. 
So do not do this unless you promise to yourself that you are going to follow through on it, at least until you see genuine progress. So that light bulb goes off in your head that, oh yeah, if I stick with this, I can master this thing. You don't necessarily need to master it, but just getting to that mindset of if I try new things, I can be terrible at it for a long time, but eventually I will break over that threshold and become good. So choose something. Maybe it's juggling. That's a simple one. Try juggling. Or maybe it's guitar. Maybe you've always wanted to learn how to play guitar. Or maybe it's spinning fire poi. Maybe it's writing a book. Maybe you want to learn how to swim. Maybe you want to learn how to box. I don't know. So why is it important to learn a random little skill and to build this growth mindset? Well, it's not just about your hobbies. It translates into everything else that you do, translates into your relationships and your ability to see a problem that you might have and believe that you can overcome it and continue to grow in this relationship. Or maybe it's within your business. You have confidence to set bigger goals and to challenge yourself with the belief that you can become successful at whatever it is you're trying to do. Or maybe it comes back to your health. If you genuinely have a growth mindset, you look at your body, you look at your health, you look at your endurance, your flexibility, your physique, and you notice if there's an area that you want to change, you look at it and you know, if I want to, I can do that. I can change it. I have the ability to. So whatever it is, this is important. And quite honestly, I look around and I don't see a lot of people trying a lot of new things. And I do genuinely believe that a lot of people blame it on time, just too busy to pick up something new. But I really think a lot of it comes back to a fear around whether or not they can be successful in it. And they say, well, I'm too lazy. It's, it just takes too much time, like learning guitar. The first two months of learning guitar suck. Your fingers are absolutely bleeding. Now, what you could do is buy more of a classical guitar with nylon strings, and it's not going to be as painful for you, right? So here is the call to action for the day. If you're going to commit, if you're going to commit to learning something new, then your job after this podcast is over is to take one small action that puts this into motion commit to a new action if you're saying i'm gonna learn how to juggle then go on amazon and buy some juggling balls and then practice comes into play a little bit so there's a bunch of different techniques when it comes to practicing and how to engage in skill building and there's really good books on it one author in particular daniel coyle c-o-y-l-e has some great books about learning new skills one of them is called i think it's the little book of talent and the talent code But really the art of practicing comes down to, in its most simple form, is just regular intermittent practicing. So just doing a few minutes each day, setting it down and then picking it up and doing it again the next day and the next day and the next day. Obviously, the more time you invest each time, the better. But the key is repetition after day after day after day. If you were only going to practice one hour for this week, I would rather have you break that up by six, ten minute practice sessions then just do it all at once or maybe it's three 20 minute sessions by setting it down you're actually letting your subconscious mind program it into your muscle memory if you if you hit the point of fatigue you start to build bad habits to compensate for your brain or your physical tiredness there's a lot of research that shows that you want to get just to the edge of challenge. But really the key is to go just long enough that it's not quite painful. Unless you're in the very beginning, then all of it's going to be a little tough. If you're just learning how to juggle, you're going to be dropping balls left and right. And that's okay. Stick with it. Spend that 20 minutes, whatever it is. And then as you're growing and as you have that competence, then get comfortable in the pocket juggling and slowly start growing your skill by trying different stuff and moving faster and things like that. So that's what I have for you today. I appreciate you tuning in. 
Say if you're interested, head on over to cjleady.com and join the mailing list so you can stay up to date on the book launch, new podcast episodes, and other mindset motivation. It would mean the world to me if you wanted to leave a rating and review or share it with anybody you thought might find value. But more than anything, as always, I appreciate you being here. This is the Mindset is Art podcast. Thanks for going out.